put some respect on my name. This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. Talk to me, baby. I talk, baby. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Please welcome the man behind the madness. Your host and audio flavor maestro, Marquise Edwards. Hold up. What is going on, everybody out there? Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Ear Podcast with your boy Marquise Edwards. And of course, we always just have such a nice guest on our show. And we have a very special guest here today. A little bit about her, just personally with me. We kind of grew up, she grew up just like me, you know, kind of foreign every, around everywhere and kind of got our lives back on track, just, you know, just by, you know, living life and having no handbook or anything like that uh, as an adult. Because I, I think I, in previous episodes I told y'all how I didn't have like a handbook to you know relearn in my life and how to be a re- an adult and thing like that. She's an excellent mom, and she also uh, inspired me. She probably doesn't notice until now, but she inspired me to start this podcast because she started a podcast called Off Label. Uh, that while I was here, I'm like, oh man, you know that's pretty cool, and she got a lot of personality and everything like that. And I was like, that's something I could do when I get the chance. So she quietly inspired me also to start my podcast. Uh, she probably just found out this now and <laughs> and we're just gonna chop it up a little bit today about a few subjects uh it's black history month so we'll tap we'll start and tap into that a little bit but that's not our main topic today and we'll just chill and you know, have a good conversation because i always want to support and let voices of people who either inspired or helped me or just have a good conversation in general you know to let their voices be heard and it doesn't always have to be about the high level you know crazy shit that we have to talk about it's just you know Real people, real conversations. So, would like to introduce yourself, young lady. Hey, um, <laughs> my name is Mona Fee, and like he said, I started a podcast. First of all, off subject, I didn't know I inspired you, so that's very <laughs> flattering. <laughs> so, that's just a testament to everybody that you know whatever it is that you want to do, just do it because you never know who's watching. But um. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I'm on a fee. I am a mother of one teenage son. Um, I started off label podcast. I'm a working professional in the healthcare industry. I love to travel. Um, I'm a girl's girl, meaning I love women and women empowerment. Um, mm-hmm. I am single. <laughs> in case you you heard that, fella, you heard that, you heard that fellas? Let me throw that out there. Um, I love life. I love learning. I love traveling and I'm just all about good vibes and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, of course, of course. But one of the one of the hard things though that, that you all may or may not know is that I'm here in Italy, of course, could do to my job and all of my friends or family or anybody like that are in different time zones. So to make these sessions happen. It takes a lot of compromise, a lot of scheduling and things like that. So I always appreciate people for giving their time mm-hmm. um, and being able to, you know, to do things like this. So that's why I, I kick out my glass of wine and we have a good conversation because, you know, these moments are rare. And mm-hmm. to get people lined up schedules is just, is just a good thing. So thank you for coming to the show and making your time available as well. So let's get into it. We get all the formal shit out the way. That's cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> we we showed our little professional part, so we'll talk about some little bit sensible things, and then we're gonna get to the nitty gritty because we talk about every fucking thing here. So it is African American History Month, Black History Month, uh, whatever you want, whatever you like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, us us as a people have been through a lot the past three or four years or so, um, as far as you know, racial tensions and police brutality and things like that. And a lot of people out there may think I'm just hitting this drum pretty hard, but it's just to give a voice to awareness to people to know that these issues, it wasn't just trendy, right? Like this is our lives. She has a son. She has a son, you know what I'm saying? So she's always going to be thinking about his well being. I have a son as well. I have a daughter, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want people out there to get turned off from the conversation that we have. The reason why I did this podcast is to help hear normal people talk about issues and things like that. To, for those who don't know or are afraid to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I can listen to this podcast with no judgment and I can hear what they go through. So mm-hmm. this episode is not about police brutality or anything like that, but it is. We will acknowledge African American History Month with some questions that I have for her. And I'm going to let my sister just elaborate a little bit. Uh, when I ask her some questions, I'm going to be more so of a listener and chime in when I can. If I disagree with something, I'm going to cut off and be like, fuck it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just start off with a, little, a few uh, questions about black history. Uh, just in, in honor of the month and to bring awareness to certain issues. So I drafted up a few questions for her and we'll just go from there. Some of these questions she knows about, some she doesn't. That's what makes the conversation a little bit normal. So my first question for you, sis, is have you ever heard of more than a month movement that aims to end Black History Month and encourage Black History Month to be taught every month? I mean, I haven't heard of the movement per se, but I've heard Mm -hmm. just people in general talking about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. history is every day. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. just be the shortest month of the year. So, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know it was a name to that, if that makes sense. But yeah, definitely. Me and you both. (laughs) (laughs) Every, yeah, Yeah. everybody speak about that in our community. Like, why is it this one month? Mm-hmm. So, and especially as, in school and stuff, they teach you the same five people year after year. It's like exactly, exactly. So, our gen- black history. Yeah, so our generation, we kind of been in between, I guess, like the new day and like our day, kind of sorta. And our parents are like the sixties ish kind of, um, uh, sixties, uh, fifties, whatever that that movement. So mm-hmm. we we're kind of cut from like two different cloths, like the middle child a little bit, because we still hip enough to be in today's society as well, right? So when she says the same names always circulating, like this is like we respect and love people of African American uh, heritage that does certain things, but it's sometimes it's like it's a check off the box every month. It's not like you know what I'm saying. We always mm-hmm. mention the same five or ten people, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. And it just feels like it's 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 checking a box sometimes, and not just you know actually educating people on the things that people contributed to that they don't even know about. You know, that's, that's, that's how I feel too. So I didn't know about the movement either. Just so you know, <laughs> I was, I'll be doing my little prep work and I looked up and I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to ask her about this because I ain't know this shit either. <laughs> so I was like, man, I wonder if she know about this. And it's a good question for, uh, the topic, but there is a actual organization out there that is trying to push to have a talk every month. And I don't know about my personal opinion. I don't know about every month. I just think it should be, uh, not just constricted to one month, right? Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. Like they have Mexican history month, like just put all history together. That's what I think. But that's just me. What you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it would go over well if we say, oh, this is Black History Month every month, especially in America. 
Mm-hmm. I do think the educational system needs to be intentional with, okay, we learn history and we just have a whole bunch of um, white history, you know, American mm-hmm. history. But I mm-hmm. think that if every month they make it, like make an emphasis on highlighting a black person accomplishments inside of those um, lesson plans, then you know, you integrate it without it being forceful per se. Like, mm-hmm. it's so uncomfortable. Like, why do we have to learn Black history every month when instead you just, with the regular lesson plan about American Revolution, you throw in a Black mm-hmm. person in there. We talking about the mm-hmm. civil rights or the disco mu- um, movement or whatever. You just throw, mm-hmm. highlight a Black person that was important to that movement. That's a great answer. And I'll be drafting up some great questions because this leads me to my next question, which I feel like it just you just like got right into it. And that's how do you think schools can do a better job of making sure black history is taught all year long? You kind of went into it a little bit just now, but as soon as you said, I was like, I was like, man, I said, I'm glad I grabbed these questions. I said, because it, it just moved naturally to what was on your mind. And like I said, we both have children. And it, on the, you know, although like my daughter's 17 and yours, is, yours you got a teenager too. Yeah. Just, just to hear people's parents' perspectives from things, well, actually solutions without bitching about something, just to hear, yeah, how do we think, you know, that things, like you said, it kind of looked like, like a little bit like make sure in history and schools and stuff, this everything is not just normal, what they call it, American history, where it's just mm-hmm. America is built of so many different types of people, right? So mm-hmm. the history books, you know, they should be, you know, telling everybody's stories because that's what we are, right? So. Right. What you think? What you think about the schools? What you think the schools can do better as far as making it? What I just said, they every lesson plan needs to highlight some a person of um, like I said, I was gonna say a person of color because I feel like they need to just do this with every Mm -hmm. non-white nationality or race. So Mm -hmm. yeah, just start just integrating it in there, like slowly but surely. And then it'll just become second nature where it's like, okay, it's white history. I mean, not white history. It's whatever. And just the FYI, this black person did this or this Mexican or Chinese person did this. And, you know. Anyway. I, I, I 100% agree. No, I 100% agree because it, it just it makes it normal when you don't like highlight one specific group every month. Exactly. right? It makes it normal to like, like you're about, oh, we're one America. Cool. So. In one book, we should all be in one book. That division and separation, I think, in like learning, it still shows that we, you know, oh, the black people's history is this month, the Mexican people's history is this month. We all supposed to be American, as they say. It should all be integrated mm-hmm. together. So, my next question for you is: mm-hmm. This is the last question about Black history. We are not, uh, we are not Black history scientists here. We just acknowledge a couple of topics that I thought would be interesting to those who are listening out there. And this is our last one. So how does a deeper understanding of black history help people's understanding of what it means to be an American as a whole? What you think, sis? Well, since America is built off of racism and capitalism, mm-hmm. like once people understand exactly how it was built and why mm-hmm. it's as great as it is, mm-hmm. Mark. <laughs> more appreciation right. for the contributions of black people, more mm-hmm. safety for black people, 
um, and empathy and just be able to understand why the system is how it is and start thinking of ways to change it and rebuild it so it can mm-hmm. be an equal um, society, a country, you know, mm-hmm. so talk about capitalism, the whole black people are lazy or not giving opportunities to black people like they do white people, you know? So mm-hmm. when you learn the history behind the systemic racism and stuff like that. I think people will start um, not having those views as much because they'll be like, oh no, black people aren't lazy. They literally built the whole country. You know, mm-hmm. oh, it ain't that black people don't want to get jobs. It's systems were put in place so that they can't get jobs. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And then mm-hmm. if you think about just the history with slavery and racism, when you come across, like, white people, if they come across a black man, instead of being like, oh, I'm scared of him, or automatically just being, you know, having a prejudice, they can think about what that black person has been through, where they come from. So, oh, I don't have to automatically be scared because they dress like this and that. That's their culture. You know what I mean? Or, oh, just because a black woman is speaking with confidence, that doesn't mean that she's being aggressive. Like, all the way mm. from slavery, when they used to be silenced, they have to mm-hmm. learn to, you know, find their voices. So when you think about stuff like that and just have a different perspective, you approach people differently in situations differently. So, spot on answer. I, hey, I agree one hundred thousand percent with you. I was very impressed by how your take was your take on it was. Um, yeah, that was spot on. I don't have any disagreements because we you know we both different genders or whatnot, and we both know the things that are thrown out there that people say and stuff like that. Even because of me with my voice, people be intimidated by my voice. Like I'm like, I ain't like it's just my voice. I can't change you know what I'm saying? I can't change it, you know, and I'm dark skinned or whatever. So that adds to the oh, is he got a strong voice and he's dark, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's stuff like that. And I'm I'm not saying I'm soft, but at the same time, I ain't just no killer out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that's not so I don't want to be judged that way when you just see me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To be intimidated and think I'm on some on some fighting type of violence type of shit just because of my voice and my, my skin complexion. So right. I know how that is to deal with that. And like I said, like, like you said with, with black women too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people are not used to people speaking up and being confident and, you know, everybody's kind of coy and quiet and so like that. So when they see somebody like that, they're like, Oh shit, you know, I can't deal with this. You know, they kind of, they kind of get, but they don't understand that all women, I believe all have a, 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 a emotional side and a softer side and some are just different to get you know to tap into everybody's right. life is everybody's life is different right so everybody's been through different experiences and stuff like that so nobody's gonna take their heart out their chest and be like hey you know some people been through different things and they're kind of trying to protect themselves so uh the 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 the, the uh, sign of strength and the you know in the, in the black woman that people don't see is like you said it stems back from slavery when they they man got taken from them and they have to, you know, be strong and stuff like that. It's a lot of things people don't understand about why people are made up how they are. Even though we so far so gone from slavery, a lot of things had an effect on people's characters and it like and almost in DNA almost. And it's not all bad. And it's not bad. Exactly. The, the experience the experience was bad, right? But a lot of things that it's just like resilience because we had to get through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of those characteristics stick with us. So that's a great answer. Like I said, I we get too deep into black history because our topic <laughs> our topic is not even about that. But I think that was a good uh, starting point for us to talk about as far as, you know, just to see 
because we talk about ignorant shit too, we can also be enlightened and talk about, you know, th- other things. That, and that's the whole point of this show to serve up versatility. I will be talking about meditation one day and then talking about twerking the next day. This is how we go. Because it's, it's, it's balance. It's all about a balance. You know, <laughs> whatnot. And that's how we try to do these conversations or whatever. So that was our little icebreaker right there to talk about in honor of the month. Um, mm-hmm. There's some things, you know, from a grown perspective as far as how we see things. And the only way we're going to get change uh, with these type of issues is we got to let our voices be heard. And no matter mm-hmm. how small, how big the audience is, we got to let our voices be heard. That's the only way we, you know, send that we could uh, take a step in the right direction. I'll say that because we got a long way to go. So, right. Okay, enough with the with that part. <laughs> so now we're gonna get so we're gonna talk about uh the new social media platform that I guess is taking the world by storm. I think it's only for iPhone users right now, I believe. Um it's called Clubhouse. And just recently, uh Elon Musk was on Clubhouse and Elon Musk is the richest person in the world. And he broke the record for uh people in clubhouse i think they they the app almost shut down with certain people on there trying to listen to them right so uh i know you kind of like into social media and things like that sis so what do you think about clubhouse and how do you think it do you think it will like stay you think it's just trendy for right now you think it's it's good that uh what do you just what's just, just some thoughts on it, just your personal opinion about about clubhouse because it is starting to be create a little buzz now and uh, and people start like oh clubhouse clubhouse so you know what you think about it when I first heard about it, I'm like, this is like the party line. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. In the late mm-hmm. 90s, early 2000s, you mm-hmm. would number and you yep. had so many different rooms and you introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's just the reincarnation of that, but on the internet. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> so, right. <laughs> um, once I got on, um, I did find a few rooms that were informative and like oh if you're bored sure but i don't really see it staying for too long it requires to it it requires you to like be present too much you know Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. feel like the difference with let's say a twitter or facebook you can scroll and not really be engaged or like present right when people are having conversations, you actually have to sit there and be like, oh, okay, and talk. Or if they're speaking, and yeah, you have to really, if you want to learn whatever it is they're talking about, you have to be present. So I true, think true. see it in an in age of instant gratification and busyness. True. I just don't see it stand too long. Like for the first week when I first got on there, because it was new, I was like on there every day. Looking mm-hmm. for rooms, but then now I'm just like, oh, I, I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> and then at yeah. first, it used to be like people were really trying to connect, and they will open up the rooms to any speaker. But now it's getting more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. tribal, and it's just like, oh, I'm only gonna let the popular people speak or people that I know. So then it's almost like, what's the point? I could just call my friends and have a conversation. That was a that was a very like that last point. I agree with everything you said. That last point is why I think that it probably won't last. And I'll I'll bring a personal opinion, a personal story of mine from it as well. Everything you said, I never thought about that way. So I didn't think it was gonna last because I think nowadays everything is trendy and when popular people or famous people or whatnot try to control things to where the you know like the common person 
it's restricted. I just don't mm-hmm. think it'll be so much love. Like for me, I joined that. I said, all right, I can network with people and I can find people. But my goal was to say, all right, because I got a podcast, maybe I can talk to somebody big, right? Right. But like you just said in the end, they be cutting like if they don't know you or they put their little circles up there. I don't want to listen to y'all motherfuckers talk <laughs> all day. And if it ain't nothing like 21 Savage got 21 Savage has a room and they be on there like every day. He only put his friends up there. He only put the girls he know up there. And it's like 20 of them and then everybody's listening. Like, and they playing like 2K and I'm like, nigga, we don't want to hear about like we we good. Like just cause you 21 Savage. We're not just, oh yeah, that's just no, no, because that's when they they they've been too privileged with with the, the whole the designer was supposed to be for me or you to be able to say, hey, 21, I'm doing this photo shoot, blah, blah, blah. Could you give me a shout out? Or you know, just be, fully be able to talk. But when they restrict the shit, it's like, you like, like, like you said, I talk to my own damn friends. At least my friends are listening to me and I can talk back. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, like, yeah. So, like, I, I agree that I don't think it's going to last because of that. Um, it is cool that somebody, like I said, like Elon Musk can be on there and you can listen, but everybody ain't fucking Elon Musk. So, like, some people ain't even far the comments. Like, I think I saw another one with this, like Instagram model girls, and they got their little circle, and they ain't talking about shit for real. Like, and yeah. I don't want to repeat. Like, if I miss it, I'll be okay missing that shit. Like, and that, like I said, the part that you said you got to be present for. So, like, if you miss something that's not pre-recorded uh, rooms and nothing like that, that you can go back to and be able to listen to, like the history of it too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's bad for now. Like I said, I'm just on it because it's kind of trendy, and I do it for networking purposes to, you know, maybe learn one or two things. But I don't think it's gonna stick around for long because I do feel like rich people or people that's popular and famous ruin shit when they try to make little clicky stuff like clicks and stuff because like. Okay, it's twenty of them or, or or fifteen of them. They can all like go on Zoom or something. They don't have to be on Clubhouse. Nobody like they don't be talking about nothing at all, and they think, oh, they have a million people listen to me. No fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's gonna last uh too long either. But hey, let me say this, both because Clubhouse people listen to me. Look, I don't hate Clubhouse. We just talking about the future. Clubhouse. So, like we fuck with it now. We fuck with Clubhouse, and that's cool. But we just don't see it lasting. So if somebody out there listens to it, y'all need to you know know that. People like things that everybody is kind of like more so equal, and that's the whole thing about it. That people, you know, like on Twitter, you know, everybody can react. Community. Right. So that's what we want to feel like. We don't want to feel like you see people gonna be like, "All right, I'm going somewhere else." Right. You don't want to feel like, oh, you know, uh, uh, the game or somebody's in here and, and I can't talk to him because I don't know him. I can, I can listen to him. You can listen to his music. That's he's an artist. So we don't want to like hear him talk like. He ain't no world, no world peace leader, nothing like that. So, like, nah, we cool on that. So, that's our little rant about Clubhouse. Cause, uh, like I said, I, I've always wanted to hear somebody's opinion about Clubhouse because it's, it's fairly popular right now and new. And we try to talk about, you know, everything and things like that as far as, you know, uh, interaction with people and come ups and stuff like that. That's, it's good to be educated on things like that. So, if you don't have Clubhouse, I would say check it out. You can mm-hmm. always give your thoughts about it as well, but it's only for iPhone users. So, Android users, I'm so sorry that y'all just left out for right now so whatever but. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now we're gonna kind of i guess gravitate to our main topic today i will say main but this is like our you know probably what i'm gonna promote more so anything so my sister here has this is probably gonna be a flattering line whatever you want to say she's been a beautiful woman for a very long time right so <laughs> I am, <laughs> so i uh i feel like she's gonna be talking from a beautiful woman's perspective right and i'm not Hey, every every woman is beautiful in their own way. This is just my take on her. Okay, um, but uh, we're talking, you know, just a raw conversation about uh, pretty girl privilege, right? So just to say, and what does that mean, right? Does that mean that 
girls that are prettier or you know, do they get away with more or do this life and society look at them differently? And does all this equality with, you know, women's beauty, is it really true? Because a lot of people, I was looking up some videos and stuff. A lot of women uh, are insecure about something about themselves. And that's, that's natural. Women, men are too, but I think women are more because they have kids and they, their body changes and things like that. So they're always trying to, you know, uh, work on themselves. So this conversation is more so geared towards, you know, just having conversations because she's been, in the hierarchy for her whole life, so you know. <laughs> so, so she, so she coming off the throne real quick to address, you know, the the, the normal people real quick or whatever. But we just have like a real comp. <laughs> she's, so, she's still, she's still, so humble. That's why she, I fuck with her because she's so smooth, she's so cool, <laughs> she's so humble. You got, you got learn it about people. That's why I bring down her people on my show. Like she's still humble. I love, I love somebody that's humble like that though. But that's the, that's the, that's what we gonna talk about right now though, real quick. So I'm gonna let you list. I'm gonna list. Uh, let you listen to. The top five things that guys don't like about women. This is a, on a little census or whatever. Okay. And I'm going to list to you the top five things that women say I like about men. You're just going to fact check me. I'm going to read it to you. And you can be like, oh, I can see that. Oh, I can't see that. And this is your personal opinion. Don't hold no strings back. Whatever you feel about what I'm saying is what I'm saying. So this uh, little test was taken in 2020. So it's fairly recent. Okay. And they actually and they asked about, what does it say here? 5,000 men about this. I guess they did a little online survey. So, mm-hmm. so, so these are the top five things that men say they don't, that they secretly don't like about women. Because as we know, as a man, you can't say everything because you got to have pick your battles. We know, we, we know when the queen says something, you got to listen. But <laughs> so they, they was quick to get on their little internet and like, oh, let me say this now because I'm anonymous. But this is some of the things they said. <laughs> So these are top, the top five things they said. Number five is when you when a woman wears make too much makeup. Uh, number four is when they have on too too many different fragrances. I guess I said like when you have on like your Bath and Body Works, and then you have a candle and a sage going, and then you got uh, the plug in the plug ins in. I said I guess men don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. They don't like when women talk in their baby voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't like when you try and dress them. I guess that means they don't, men don't like when women try to dress them, which I guess that's, they feel like you think you're their mama or something. Maybe I don't know. I'm just reading I mean, up this. Well, man, you should, <laughs> you should not address them, right? And then the number one, this is kind of funny. The number one is they hate when women try to drink more or, or out drink them. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think? What do you think is as far as fact checking about those five things that I said? Are you thinking like okay, that's cool, or you think there's someone that just like you just being petty, or you just you know nitpicking? What are what are or any false falsehoods or any of those things like that? What do you think about those? What you think about them? You a man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and so if I elaborate on these, then you're going to elaborate on the other ones. Then so sure, you don't have to elaborate all. Of, but I'm just saying in general, do you feel um, like? Oh, do I do like I agree I with these? Give you my opinion about it because yeah, I so so as far as the makeup thing, I do personally think like I love makeup on women, but I do feel some women overdo it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of beautiful women don't need it, and I get that they still use it, and I'm not knocking them using it. But then, like the people that don't need it, they overdo it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need it at the, off the rip. You didn't need it, but like then you like overdo it, and I think, man, like. She didn't have to use all that. She could have done do some light little beating in there. She would have been fine. But sometimes, like I hate that when you look when, it, when you look on your skin, you can see it caked up. And I'm like, mm, no, nah, man. I'm like, I don't like all that. So, 
as far as the sense, um, I personally haven't been through that, but I can see why people have a problem with that. Cause like, if you smell like Japanese roses and then you got the incense burning another flavor and then you she smell, you kind of get confused, you know, about the scents and stuff like that. I personally like the baby voice. I'm, you know, I'm kind of learning as I grow to a man to be a little more, you know, emotional and cute. I don't mind the baby voice. So whoever complained about that, make the baby voice. You're supposed to be my, you're supposed to be bae anyway. I think it's cool. I think it shows some vulnerability, you know, to, to, uh-huh. to, to somebody. So I don't mind that one. Trying to dress me, I think that's double edged for me because I say this. Um, when it comes to like suits and like, you know, like stuff like that, a woman knows what, what looks appealing or whatever, right? So like, say they fix your tie or they say, Hey, pull up your pants a little bit. I ain't got too much pride to be like, all right, no, I know what I'm doing with man. Cause they, you know, like it's okay. It's a, it's a lot of transparency you got to have with somebody. Like I don't get upset about, you know, about shit like that. Like you can, you ain't got to dress me like I'm your kid, but if you give me feedback on what I need to do better as far as dressing, that's some grown, that's some grown folks shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, or let's just, just like, I think a woman would like, like when you, when you be like, oh baby, that, that what you got on, it don't look too good. Like, well, let's, let's switch it up. Even though you know, it might sound like offensive, but yeah, it's grown. That's grown people for conversation. Now I do hate the number one thing. I still agree with that. I hate when women try to out drink me. And this is why, because I feel like you, you yes. hate. Yes, yeah, so I'm in the military, so we drink like fish anyway. And I know that me personally, I wasn't a drink before I got in, right? I can drink now, and I can drink pretty, pretty tough. And it, it, I'm not proud of this. Just you all know, I don't need no AA meeting or nothing, but I'm just telling y'all, like, I can drink because of deployments and shit like that. We just drink. We work our asses off and we drink. So when I go to a normal society or something like that, and you see somebody like, oh, you know, blah, 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 they never win. <laughs> they never win. I'm like, you ain't got to prove yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it feels like they trying to toe-to-toe with, toe with you. They don't know what I've been through you know, when they first see me, but they just know like, oh, I, I can drink. And I think I, I, I do know for a fact that women's tolerance is lower than men's or whatnot. And something that's not super ladylike when you're trying to like be f- more fucked up than a man is. You know what I'm saying? Get to your zone and whatever. It takes a lot of maturity to get to your zone. Like at our age, I ain't trusting nobody throwing up, blacking out, you know, stuff like that. So like, don't, don't go there with me. If you get in your zone, you have your little drink or whatever and you feeling good. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's great. But I, I hate seeing, you know, uh, somebody get trying to compete and they get all fucked up and you got to carry their ass on. I don't like that. That, cause that the whole level of attraction, when you see somebody throwing up and stuff, cause they were just trying to compete with you, you're like, ah, nah, I'm like, nah, you know, so what you think? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but you know. No, it sounds right. I, I mean, I've heard all of pretty much all of these sentiments before. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a drinking thing because I didn't know that was a thing that just shows how y'all men think differently than women. You all probably looking at it as competition, whereas we just like I just, <laughs> I just want to keep up with it. I with him, I don't want him to think that I'm a baby or that I can't drink. <laughs> I'm not trying to compete with you though. I'm not trying to out drink you though. Like I've been on dates where I'm like babysitting my drink because I don't want to get too drunk around the person. And they like, oh, why are you not drinking? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, as far as the fragrance things, that definitely makes sense just on a scientific level because you know men and women are attracted to each other just off a natural sense because we're mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have too much. Stuff overloading that that can 
messy. Fuck your, fuck, fuck your smell all up. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Dressing you. I know that comes with control, so I can see how a man wouldn't even like that because no man really, really, for real, wants to be controlled. Um, me personally, of course, I will give recommendations, but I love people who are themselves, and I'm really big on individuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. as long as it's not awful, I'm not gonna try to trust you. And then, what else? What was the first one? Oh, the makeup thing. Mm-hmm. Makeup, makeup. What you what? Uh, go, go in on it. Go in there. What you think about that one? <laughs> because I've had people who say don't wear makeup, and it's just so annoying. Because as a woman, especially women that like are artistic, like me, or most of the makeup artists, it's not even about I'm trying to change my look. It's just literally the art of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can do this to my face, and that's cool. It's not about mm-hmm. trying to attract nobody. It's mm-hmm. literally like this is fun, you know. So, mm-hmm. and if you know how I look, like, why do you care if I put on more makeup? I'm <laughs> not matching or putting like cakey, but other than that, right, right, right. It's done in a, in a you know a good way, and it's just appealing because y'all like them women on Instagram. And <laughs> down to a T, y'all like that's those. My, that's so my guilty laugh right there. <laughs> the woman do it now. It's oh, she got too much makeup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not against the makeup thing. I think, like, like I said, the cakey thing. I don't like the cakey thing. Like I think, like you know, if you know how to do it done correctly, it's nothing wrong with it. Like I. I've grown into knowing, because you know how we kind of grew up, I've grown to knowing to respect people's decisions, what they feel is best for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a part of supporting people is be like, all right, if you feel like you need to beat your face up, that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how we yeah. was raised to always think that one way of thinking was one way of thinking, and I'm I've, I'm so far so gone from that now, I Make can't up. relate. <laughs> right, right, right. Or you you putting that devil makeup on you, whatever that whatever that shit was. You know what I'm saying? So like, my my think my thinking has has like gone so far past that. I mean, I'm I don't knock the the teachings or whatever it might have been, but my because I did grow up that way, I've been more open to learning different. You know what I'm saying? Learning different things about different people and accepting mm-hmm. that you know, and respecting that. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of part of the micro process. So just for the record, I don't hate makeup, ladies. Or guys or whoever puts makeup on <laughs> this one it looks like it's like clay and you're putting too much on there just get somebody who's a little more well-versed and you know evening it out on your face a little bit you know like, <laughs> I, I, I like it you know i i, I do like makeup because i feel like uh you know it brightens you up and i guess like you said I, I, I learned something new too you say hey i can do something cool with this and you know what i'm saying and it's, it's not killing me and i'm like that yeah that's cool just do it everybody got the advice or something they do to make themselves you know happy so that's okay yeah. Oh, so now I'm gonna go to the top five things that uh, women said they don't like about men. I don't know who this. I don't know any demographic or who said this. So it might be specific to whatever group they was given to. But we're gonna read these off and we're gonna have some feedback on this one. So and you can fact check this. This is more so for you because I don't know. So the, the fifth one is when a man does not notice something new. The fourth one is when you talk about how hot or attractive her friends are when you give them too much props. Um, to not introduce you to 
your family or friends or his family or friends. Um, number, number four is forgetting special dates, you know, just like, I guess, milestones or something like that. And the number, and the one, number one is being needy and clingy. Okay. Uh, okay. So what you think about those things? And do you think it's accurate or you think it's something else that they forgot about that? Uh, like, I guess women secretly like, cause you know, I mean, I think women know what they like and what they don't like. And there's no general answer for it. Right. But like, do they miss something like big? They're like, yeah, I can't stand this about somebody. I think the clingy one, I think that's, that's probably, I don't know. It depends on the person, but it definitely depends on the person because mm-hmm. when a woman is in love. Mm-hmm. want to damn near be in your skin you know mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah 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 i'm happy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know um like what was what's five uh when you don't notice something like new or changing oh new my gosh yes that's a pet yeah, yeah. our thinking is okay if you really in love with somebody or you really mm-hmm. like them you should notice every single thing about them. So mm-hmm. if something changes, like you should acknowledge it. So if True. you don't acknowledge it, it goes to, oh, our mind, they don't really like me. They don't really care about me because how could they not have noticed? So it's... I, <laughs> I agree. I agree. So it's like, so then you start second guessing yourself in a relationship. It's, it's, it's all that. And what was number uh, four? It was... Talk about how attractive or how her friends are. That's a no no. Like that's. I think, yeah, I think I think that should be that shouldn't even be something you should be discussing. Like that's that's just how you how you feel how you fuck some shit up. That's how that that's how that is. That, that's common sense. Okay, number three. Uh, when you don't get introduced to friends and family. Yeah, you don't like me because why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, if y'all can see, well, if y'all can see her face, she was dead ass serious on her. She said, "No, you just don't like me. You don't fuck with me." <laughs> You don't fuck with me. So I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Cause I don't yes. know why you wouldn't want to introduce anyone to me. So that's, that's, that's about right. And two. Yeah. Uh, was forgetting like milestones or special dates. You know, I like your birthday. The first, uh, Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. basically. That's basically you. You agree with like almost all. Well, you agree with all of them. You actually agree with all yeah, of them. Uh, well, and then I, I, I guess you said your take on being needy and clean, clean is different. But see, needy is one. Needy and clean. I don't. I think that's unfair. They put needy and clingy. Needy is also like begging for shit. Always need something. As a man, just naturally, I don't think you should be needy for certain things from a woman. Like you hit the head, the nail on the head. You right. So if it's needy, just like every time I turn around, you're asking me for something, then that's mm-hmm. disgusting. But yeah, because like, just mm-hmm. depends on the person. Because me personally, and I, I don't want no offense to anybody doing anything out there working your magic. I hate guys that depend on women for for finances. I'm sorry, like either it's joint or you carrying the load. I'm sorry, that's just my personal take. That's my personal take. If and the roles are that should be. Either, either y'all sharing, y'all level playing field, or, or you know, as a man, you provide. I don't like the rewards we've rewards we reversed because I just feel like that as a man's you know personality like that, 
that's a lazy perspective when and if you are off your feet and you're and somebody taking care of that's cool but when somebody just care a woman's carrying it emotionally and financially bro nah, like no nah, bro like I, I think that's it says it says more about you like i don't like me personally mona i don't like when i see a guy sitting in the car and the girl pumping together i think that's the most weak ass shit ever yeah. i'll be like that is some nigga shit right there like i hate that shit i'm like if you ain't hurt or something like that there's no reason even if she, even if you ain't gotta be paying even if she paying why would you be sitting in the car on your phone when your woman out there pumping gas bro like it's just certain things i see nowadays like like what the fuck like really you know what i'm saying like you ain't gotta be old school uh gentleman to like pump your gas for or for a car you sitting in you know what i'm saying you got your, and people people some people think like, oh it's gangster well, no, that's 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 that ain't cool bro like i don't like that so that's kind of more so when i say it's like, like needy or dependent i would say i don't like that in men so i can understand why women won't like that either uh at the same time but double-edged sword when they say clingy right so a lot of times uh women say well not women just people in general say uh, you getting too clingy but I, like you said if you're in love with somebody you should be clingy right like mm-hmm. when y'all together it's supposed to be y'all two eye to eye everybody else is secondary right so like mm-hmm. i i don't agree like everybody's a personal space but when you together if you clingy like that and you y'all know each other you understand people need their personal space right so that don't mean right. like when you say i need a moment to you know to to think or whatever you understand that and then y'all get back clingy after you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i that's a woman's perspective but i can see that like i think women should accept that more like once the guy gets vulnerable that's a big milestone because everybody try to be all you know be tough mm-hmm. and stuff like that because like a lot of people raise differently uh you know and they they try to hide their feelings stuff like this i think i don't think that's a bad thing to be clingy but it's just about being clingy and also accepting people need their space as well you know sometimes you might want to go out with your girls i ain't gonna be with you every time you go out now that's a little creepy at that point you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. long you know saying as long as i know we to uh, understanding where it's just both of us on the same understanding i think that's i don't know i think that's okay so yeah, that's but, the quickest way mm-hmm. to turn me off. Like, mm-hmm. don't <laughs> ask me for nothing. Like, mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. let me offer. Of course, yes. if we're like in a long term relationship. I should already know what your needs are or mm-hmm. what you're mm-hmm. and I should step up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if we're just dating and I have never asked you for a dollar, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to ask me for. <laughs> Ten dollars into your next paycheck because now I I, I don't want you anymore. I don't care. Mm-mm. I'm like you're irresponsible. How do you even need money into your next paycheck? Um, shit, we can't have a life together because obviously you don't have enough money to support the kind of lifestyle that I want because you're asking me for money. <laughs> right, right, right. Facts, you know, because you don't want to. I don't know, like. You don't want to be carrying nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that turns to a burden. That turns to a burden for you at the time. Like like I said, because I'm I not know you should be self sufficient. My whole thing mm-hmm. is, if I've never asked you for anything. I just don't feel like you should ask me for nothing. And your priorities should not be dating if you're trying to get yourself together. That's okay. Damn, like, oh my god, we on the same page, exactly. Right, right. Like I'm saying, like if your shit ain't together, that's cool. Everybody has their points, but like you shouldn't be focusing on somebody else if your shit ain't together. You know what I'm saying? Like if you still struggling to find a job or you can't contribute certain things go work on yourself you shouldn't be entertaining somebody else because that means all you're trying to do you know is just like short-term things you know what i'm saying because like the long term right. you still fucked up you know what i'm saying so like i i, I agree with that you're irresponsible uh, 
people, right? It exactly. All back to that, which means you're not going to be a good spouse to me. Exactly. Exactly. And then, like, when they get comfortable doing that, what we'll, we'll, we'll make them stop? And that's what, that's something else that I see a lot, right? Like, a lot of people try to, you know, go different to what you're thinking. Like, oh, it's just temporary. Nah, bro. When you start that shit, <laughs> when you start it, you're making that snowball effect. And once you make somebody feel comfortable not doing nothing and they sitting up laying down, that's why people be, it'd be so hard for people to get out of certain shit because mm. they let it get small. And then it rolled and rolled and rolled and got big. And they're like, oh, you know, they realized five years later, you ain't shit. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't shit in the beginning, but you made, you know, you made it bigger, you know what I'm saying, by allowing that person. You got to cut. And it's, I think you care more so, more so about somebody if you like don't let them waste their time even thinking that contributing to something like, like, nah, this ain't gonna work. I, like you said, as a woman, I know what I want. I know what I need. And I don't think you can fit, fitting in that puzzle with me. You know what I'm saying? Like my lifestyle yeah. is this, my lifestyle is this. Sorry, bro. I don't think you can keep up right now. Work on yourself. And when you come back, if I'm still available, we can try from there, but I need at least this level, you know what I'm saying? To be able to, yeah. to be able to bring out the best you. You need you need somebody at this, at this level. So and I, don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody be like, oh, you should love somebody at their worst. That's cool once you get into a relationship. Once you get to a relationship, that's when you can get up and down. But like dating wise, motherfucker, get yourself together. <laughs> like I'm sorry, like that's that might sound cold hearted or whatnot. People might not agree with it, but yeah. So uh, my last question about I guess pretty girl privilege and, and things like that is so. What is your thoughts? And this is like a real question. Like, I know this is like a thing people always say all the time. What do you think beauty really is? Is it really outward or inward? Like, as society, we say this thing, oh, beauty is skin deep, so like that. What do you think in 2020, 21, I'm sorry, I don't want to even mention 2020. What do you think that people really pay more attention to or, or people really gravitate to? Uh, inner or outer beauty and what do you think is what do you think is more important to, to be honest like no no perfect answer just to be just to be honest what you think um in 2020 we're in 2021 <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> people absolutely gravitate towards the physical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me the physical is what gets you there and then of course the inner beauty is what keeps you there so it absolutely mm-hmm. has to be a balance. Okay. Um, I feel like the only way you could overlook the physical is like if you are, it depends on the setting. So like if I work with you every day and I see you every single day, mm-hmm. I forget how you look physically because I'm interacting with you. Mm-hmm. Getting mm-hmm. Another personality, so then like the physical, I literally forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it's just like on a first meet thing, or I only see you every two or three months, I don't really get to know your personality. The like the only thing I can pay attention to is the physical. True, so, true. Um, I, yeah, I, I agree. We ain't got to be a combination. Mm-hmm. That's 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 true. Uh, Cause I just hate people that try to act like physical nothing. Physical doesn't not mean anything. Like it it does. And I'm not knocking anybody uh, that isn't you know in prime position to say. Cause everybody likes what they like, right? Some people like some people like heavier people. Some people like skinnier people. Some people like darker people. Some people like lighter people. That's okay. But I hate the people 
try to act like these things don't exist when it comes to you know what i'm saying what you like and what you don't like that doesn't mean that's the only thing important to you that's the that's the only thing i feel like the only key point i want to make it before right. we move on that shouldn't be the only thing important that can be that's cool if that's what attracted to them let's make you like them oh i like dark skin guys okay cool i like dark skin guys that's cool that's what physically attracted to them mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean life is over because that's the only thing attracted to them because it's a lot more factors that is going to keep you you know what i'm saying because right. light skin guys can be assholes Dark skin guys can be assholes. Mm-hmm. Light skin girls can be assholes. Dark skin girls can be assholes. White girls can be assholes. Hispanics can be assholes. Like it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? After that initial point, you know what I'm saying? What they can contribute to the long term. So I feel like the outer beauty is the start of it. Or, right. Or, or physical, physical, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the inner part is what keeps it lasting like the long time because like we all know at the end of the day that physical stuff ain't gonna keep you with nobody it ain't gonna keep it ain't gonna it is it's good for a week or so or, or one night or whatever it might be but when you're talking about long term if you want somebody to you know set it forget it you got to put in some personality because personality you know definitely inside you know i feel like and i'm not i'm not calling anybody this is somebody who who was less attractive that has a sweetheart they have a better chance of holding somebody long term that will find them that somebody's pretty just like stank you know like like super stank you know what I'm saying? Because they'll always get somebody, you know what I'm saying? Or attract the guy or girl will always get somebody, but that don't mean they don't keep somebody. You see what I'm saying? So I think that's I think that's big. I agree with that. Oh, I'm sorry. I did have one more question before we go to Would You Rather. I I got I, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, I got to ask you this. And I was like, ah, should I do it? Who cares about time? Who cares about time constraints? But I got to ask this. And this is, this is kind of like a mix of ending our conversation about, you know, just like what we talked about. And then it's still a little bit, a little bit of a tie into black history a little bit. What do the phrase well, okay, I mean repeat. What do phrases like black girl magic and black is beautiful mean to you? To me it's just all about empowerment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's ain't gotta be a long answer. Black women know it's okay to be black. Um yes. because you're black, you're great, you know, because Media and just society tell us black is ugly, black is disgusting, mm-hmm. black is not cool, black comes second and not first. So it's just telling you the opposite. Because okay. you're black, you're great. Because you're black, you can do this. You don't have to use it as a disadvantage, but more so as a, a your superpower. Mm, yes, yes, yes. And uh, that's something that kind of grew on me. Um, like I said, I'm not putting my age out there at all, but the older you get, you understand more about the struggles people go through and the things that, you know, you understand that the things that parents go through, the things that people go through, the struggle people go through, and it makes you respect women in general, makes me respect, first of all, first and foremost, and then just the black woman, just we've been through a lot, right? And we've been through a lot and understand why they are the way they are. And I'm, and I'm and first of all, let me let you all know, every black woman don't get this card, but the ones who do what they're supposed to do, that's what I'm basically talking about. Um, they, they've been through a lot and they should be, you know, proud of all the strides they made to today. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of things, a lot of people would have quit. A lot of people would have, you know, just like, fuck it. I, I can't do it no more. But we've been through as a people been through a lot to contribute to society. And I'm very proud of people that stick mm-hmm. with it and, you know, and still be able to, you know, what I'm saying slay it and, and look confident and still, you know, rock, you know, rock waves and be so strong in the, in the public eye. You know what I'm saying? That uh that's that's amazing thing. So mm-hmm. that's all about that. So last segment of the show. This is our like either or and would you rather. So 
I'm going to give you two things, and then you're going to choose one. You're going to say why, and then we're going to move to the next one, move to the next one, move to the next one. So the first one, I think, is the only one that's Black History Month inspired. Keep a little bit of Black History Month in the theme. MLK or Malcolm X? Oh, she's thinking about this. So, ooh, she, 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 she caught in the middle, so she must know. She must be a little bit educated on both of them because uh, she thought about it. I mean, I like both of their styles. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I can choose because uh, she's trying to throw in the middle. No, because <laughs> I love how straightforward and radical Malcolm X was. Like, I mm-hmm. love that so much, and how. Mm-hmm. Apologetically black, he was, and how he really stood on what he was saying and what he meant. He mm-hmm. didn't care the audience. Like I mean, what I said, I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> Goddamn it! <laughs> you know, I'm not sugarcoating it. This is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how strategic Malcolm um, okay. King was. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that took a, a different form of intelligence because you. You know, true. you can't true, true, true. always attract what? What they say you attract bees with honey. So you can't always just be so aggressive and like it is what it is because everybody, uh-huh. especially in a society that you're a minority, they're going to reject you. So you do have true, to sometimes become humble and peace and nice and, you know, Flatter some people and then come in and tell them what what you feeling. What, so, what, what the hell are you feeling? Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I agree. I agree with you. So I'm gonna be a little biased because I'm like a big Malcolm X fan. So I'm gonna choose Malcolm because of the fact, and this is the only reason why. I, I and I love MLK too. Let me not say what you said. Your last points is that's that's cool. Like I do agree. You're not always gonna get things the strong arm way. Sometimes you gotta be a little more strategic with stuff. So Martin Luther King made a hell of a difference in this world by not even going a traditional way. So I agree with that, but uh, they say anything after but is bullshit. But uh, Malcolm was my favorite because I follow his story of it kind of similar to me a little bit. I believe he came from a bad background, whatever, changed his life around, found God and stuff like that and became so fucking intelligent and so fucking like self-made. Right. And his influence, his speaking, he was a, he was like a, a hustler in Harlem, bro. Like this is like crazy that, he flipped his whole life around to be so influential at such a young age because he died young, like mm-hmm. young. And I just I love that about him. And then the fact that he was always growing. Right. He was violent at first or kind of like combating at first. And then he changed his philosophies as he got older to be more like Martin Luther King. People, a lot of people don't know that. Like he started like when he went to his little Mecca and whatever, and he started seeing like all the Muslim people and stuff sharing the matter of color. He changed his perspective. So I thought his growing his the way he grew. And in such a short time, I just respect that. I respect both of them, just by the way, but I'm a little biased towards Malcolm because I feel like his story is like, no matter what hand you're giving, you know what I'm saying? He, he rose up. They say he used to read in jail at night with the, with the, with the little small light and he educated himself because he was dumb. He like, he said he was dumb as hell at first. So like, I'm not saying that Martin Luther King had it easier, but they don't, they both had different paths and stuff, but I respect Malcolm because I can resonate a little bit more to him. Uh, just, just personally, right. you know, coming from, coming from the whole tough background and then trying to find, you know, something right for his life and then just shooting up. He always was changing, you know, as, as, as radical as they say he was, he ain't killed nobody. <laughs> I said, he never killed nobody. He just preached self protection and stuff like that. So that's, that's my truth, my, my choice for both of them. All right. So now black history is over again. 
I hope that you've seen these two videos because I'm about to, it's about to be a versus video, right? So, but my sister stay hip. So even if she didn't see it, she gonna say she saw it. I'm just joking. <laughs> but, <laughs> so Cardi B's new video up versus Megan Thee Stallion's Cry Baby. Which video? Uh, you ain't seen up yet? I haven't seen up. No, I've seen up. I haven't seen Cry Baby. Cry Baby. Like okay. glimpses of Cry Baby. So mm -hmm. just from that alone, I would say up because up is. You like the song better? No, the song is trash. <laughs> Keep it real. Horrible. Yes, yes. I'm so glad somebody once said that because <laughs> Cardi is so likable because her story and stuff. But if it's. Not it's talking so, about shit. So bad. Like, yes. I just listened to the song, and after like 30 seconds, I'm like, this is trash. And I turned it off, and I went to watch the video, and then mm -hmm. I was able to get through the whole video mm -hmm. because the visuals were amazing. And the choreography and all of the, the scheme and stuff. That's, that's yeah. Pretty. She always, her team is amazing because when it comes to the visuals, she's oh, always. Oh, they on point. Oh, they on point. Always. Yeah, they on point. Her hair, her outfits. Just the, the, choreography. the choreography, all that should be on point. Yes, it does. And yes, it does. And she does not miss when it comes to the visuals. But that song is awful. <laughs> it ain't talking about shit. She don't talk about shit anyway. But like, she has something catchy, and I don't think this is catchy. The video is, yeah, the video is cool. But I was like, huh, Cardi, get them Ghostwriters back or something, girl, because uh, then it's stuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like awful. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, I really hope they don't make this into like a TikTok thing, because then you oh, they will. You, you know, they will every day on the internet, and it's oh. bad. I don't want to hear this song ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I I happen to see both. I personally, I think that Cardi influenced. Megan's videos after they did the WAP or whatever because I feel like Megan can rap better but I feel like her videos she try to be a little bit like Cardi's videos so I'm gonna go with the up video because the visual was cool for me uh, as far as choreography and I feel like Megan's uh, uh, Crybaby was kind of trying to be like a Cardi video really? now her rap her rap is better but just the groups I don't know I guess the, you'll see when you see it it's just like it feel like a Cardi video with Megan in it, you know. Like that's how that's that's how that's how it feels, and I feel like Cardi influenced Megan because Megan can rap better than Cardi can. That's right. that's a fact, and uh, I feel like Cardi's just a more you know, popular, likable person. So I think she influences Megan a little bit as far as how she delivers her music videos. Because everybody be like, "Oh, Cardi," like you said, everybody like Cardi videos is hot. They are. They the choreography, the colors, everything like that. So I think mm -hmm. she's trying to take a blueprint from from Cardi a little bit. Um, with her videos, and I like they not bad, but I'm like, be yourself, like just bring what you bring to the table. You know, you have, you know, you have a, you have a, a great flow and talent, and just do your own thing and make don't make it seem so close to being like, you know, like her, because that was her, that was her path, and let her that to be her path. Your your skills are better than hers, so um, she don't have to do. I don't, I don't feel like she has to do as much as Cardi has to do because she can rap, she can actually rap. So that's my part. That's my part on it. And the so. dances to that and to Megan's song is awful. I know she's trying to stupid. Yeah, just and, and you gotta find something. You gotta find something catchy too. You gotta like I don't know, like I don't know. I, I like Megan, so I'm not like anti Megan like that, and I'm not putting them against each other. That was just for the question wise, but uh, Megan, if you ever hear this episode, which you probably won't, just know that you don't have to. 
You don't have to be like anybody, sis. You can be yourself and I'm still going to support you. Okay, so Cardi, shout out to Cardi too. Cardi set the blueprint, you know what I'm saying? But the, the lyrics are starting to fall off for now. Like, like, ah. like I, I think I was telling somebody, I was talking, was talking to somebody about this. I was like, uh, Cardi had the stuff that it'd be popping for like a few months and you don't play it no more. Like, we thought WAP was going to go for a decade. People tired of that song already. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, it was catchy. It was it was trendy. It, it was trendy and it, it's over. You know what I'm saying? She's like a heat check. She's like, oh, I'm throw some heat. Oh, a few months is over. That's that's how she is. So I think that's the same thing with Up. And I don't think Up is even that great. I think the video was cool. So my next question is this is a versus again before before our last two would you rather here. Uh back with social media challenges and things like that. So silhouette challenge versus the busted challenge. Which one do you think is better? Um, bust it. You know, I did the bust challenge. I took it because you, because, you, because, you, because you did it, that means it's better? Or, like, have you seen, you seen both of them, right? I've seen both of them. Okay. But the silhouette challenge, like, everybody pretty much have the same bodies nowadays. It's only so <laughs> You know? She's looking she live in Florida, by the way, so she didn't see all the bodies, y'all. Just so y'all know, she live on the beach, so she didn't, exactly. she didn't see them all. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much you could do with it, but mm-hmm. the, the busted challenge, I just feel like everyone dances differently, the outfits are different, the makeup and hair is different, so you never know what you're going to get once they bust it, so never know, because some people like Tamron Hall, she did the busted challenge surprisingly it was like super classy mm-hmm. you know she got a little anchor dress like she looks great then next thing you know you got um chloe from hallie and chloe and um she got her at well not her whole ass out but you know she's showing ass and she really busting it so yeah. know what you're gonna get with the busting challenge so mm-hmm. yeah you know what to be honest with you, I was about to say silhouette. You just changed my whole mind about the buzzer challenge because, like, that is 100% facts. That's facts. Like, that is true. Uh, you don't know, and everybody brings something different. And I'm all about versatility and being, you know, not being, it's, it's trendy, but everybody brings something slightly different. Mm-hmm. Everybody's silhouette, like you said, everybody's silhouette gonna look the same. Everybody gonna do some little in the door pose. It's cool. And it's yeah. kind of, it's, it's it's sexy and stuff, but the Buster Challenge does bring more of a different variety and different outfit and different how you how you gonna bust it type of uh, type of vibe. So, yeah, I changed my I changed my eyes. I was influenced. I was influenced by that. Her, this this why like this why I like talking to people because it makes me understand things differently. Like or look at things differently as well. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You know, you you're right, and that's 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 true. So, all right, now we got our last two would you rather questions. And these are random questions. I have like a little app that uh, just randomizes what you write the question. So I just choose one. Even if it's corny, silly, I just grab two of them and then I give it to you. So you're oh. just going to choose one. You ain't got to be no uh, IQ, Einstein, no nothing, nothing with it, but just going to just answer them. So the first one is, would you rather be guaranteed perfect health for the next 10 years or guarantee all of your bills will be paid for the next 20 years? Mm. For ten years, mm-hmm. so so fuck them bills for twenty yeah, years. As long as I'm healthy, I can get a job and and pay your bills. Pay my bills, right? But if yes. I pay my bills, that don't guarantee that I could be healthy, right? And even though I can afford to pay that medical bill, if I'm laying in bed and can't go nowhere, that doesn't do anything for me. That ain't life, right? That ain't life. Yeah. 
See, see, that's why I fuck with her because y'all gotta understand. Like a lot of people probably would have chose the bills, and they so superficial. Don't know you can't fucking get sick. You can get sick, and you won't be doing nothing with your bills paid. You pay your doctor's bill, but you're gonna be in the bed. So it's always great to know that people, you know, that that that, that she thinks about more than just you know financials because money comes and goes, as we all know. Your health doesn't. I would take anything to be health, you no, know, worry free of my health. Like as you get older, you understand you got to take care of more, better care of your body. So to have ten more years worry free of health, I take that shit any day, any day. Hey, um, you don't know pain. I heard a quote that said, "You don't know pain till you have problems that money cannot solve." Mm. Ooh, <laughs> dropping gems for the end. She dropping okay. gems, baby. Yes, 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 yes. I hear you. Girl, you get cancer and like you got so much money and it cannot heal you. It can't fix that. So, boy, you know, it's dropping some knowledge on y'all asses not- right now, boy. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I love it, and that's so true. I can't. Hey, that is so true. That is so needed to hear from people because we chase fucking money so much and we need it. Yes, but money came by every single thing and you got to remember that you got to still live your life and enjoy and enhance your life and you know be happy so mm-hmm. man that's a good one this last would you rather is would you rather this is kind of funny would you rather re- be rebuilt as part machine or part animal if you had a devastating accident and let me before before you answer lord please do not let her be any devastating accidents this is just a hypothetical question neither me so we're not gonna put them bad vibes out there. It's just a hypothetical question. We just seeing how her creativity and mind goes. If she, let's just say your legs. We'll say your legs. We're gonna keep it to your legs. You had to have machine legs or animal legs. <laughs> if your legs got messed up in an accident, what would you choose and why? It depends on what what animal, and it depends. Whichever animal you choose. <laughs> it de- it depends on if the machine the machine is ever going to need maintenance again, or if it's controlled by a human or not. So it's too many mm. factors that go into that. <laughs> so if I can be like half bird, of course I'm a cat because I can fly there. But if I'm a indestructible machine, then I would pick that. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of one of them like sci-fi crazy questions or something like that because a part of me i think the machines because a, a science and technology i could be, re- be uh programming my fucking legs or whatever my body part through a phone that's what i think but then to have some cheetah legs or some lion legs or, or some horse legs you know how fast i'll be i'll be running <laughs> i'll be running all around this place where i don't know so that is a tough one for me i don't I guess I got to choose something just to be the good steward here, but I guess I'll say uh, I'll go with the machine because technology is going so many different places, and then you probably can dress it up to look more like a natural, um, like a natural leg, cause like animal legs. You're not gonna be able to fix that up. So I think that at least the machine they can make it look like skin a little bit. So yeah. at least if I'm fucked, if I'm fucked up, it'll, it'll look a little bit real. But the animal legs is hairy and and, and yeah. whatever it might be. I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I, I, I would love the ability for animal animal legs or animal body parts. Like I would love wings to be able to fly. Yeah, that's, that's like everybody's dream, right? But mm-hmm. I'm a normal guy. I'm a normal guy. So if I get replaced with something that can look like it's real, I think I'll take that over the animal uh, parts or whatever. So I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what. I, that's what I think. So as we close our show, <laughs> yeah, right. 
Oh boy! As we uh, close our show, this session was, well, first of all, it was a great time. I love natural conversations. That's what, all I have is natural conversations. First of all, first off, it always starts off a little bit of tight, and then she people realize I'm a normal, normal motherfucker like everybody's and like, oh, you know, it's cool. But uh, this show was created um, in hopes of one day me creating a nonprofit organization to help uh, underprivileged kids or kids who don't have the opportunity to travel to be able to travel. So we do this every single show. Um, this brings a uniqueness to our guests, even if they traveled or not well traveled, where they recommend a travel place to go to that they, you know, that they never thought, oh, this place is cool. It can be somewhere local in the States. It can be international, but this is an opportunity for our guests to be able to have a travel recommendation as we close our show. And they'll tell you a little bit about it and what they thought about it, if they went there or, or somewhere they dreamed to go. So, Mona, what is your travel recommendation for the close of our show today? somewhere you've been or haven't been or you want to go okay i've been so i would say to go west so go to west coast yeah i would say to nevada Mm. or arizona and Mm. and do like a two or three okay let me say like a four-day trip that way Mm -hmm. you can touch arizona um nevada you can even go to utah and california Mm-hmm. Are within travel distance, and then you mm-hmm. you can go from the snow. Or did I say Colorado? You did say Colorado. All of that, right? Oh, okay, okay. From the snow in Colorado to the desert in Nevada to um beautiful sunny California, you can do mm. you can do all that within like two days. So, like nice. for instance, um, for my birthday last year. I went to Vegas and I went hiking in Vegas. Slight flex. Huh? <laughs> slight, slight flex. <laughs> I went to Grand Canyon, you know, so that was literally mm. two trips in one. And nice, you nice. You cannot beat experiences. So I feel like the more you can jam in at once, especially with Corona and stuff and mm-hmm. not being able to travel internationally at the moment or just mm-hmm. in your own country and being able to go somewhere where everybody speaks English. No offense. I still want to travel internationally. Right. No. No, right now, if you're a beginner with traveling. You always want to choose a location where you can have as many, at least two or three different experiences. So mm-hmm. you can go to the West Coast and try to hit two or three of those different states that are connected um or for instance if you come to florida you can hey <laughs> you, can, you, you know you can make it a two or three day trip and you can spend some time in orlando and do the whole disney world and all the theme parks and then you can go to miami and do the beautiful beaches because it's a three or four hour drive and do the party and you know what i mean so mm-hmm. I feel like you should Pick somewhere where, like I said, you can get as many experiences as possible. But um, my most recent, most breathtaking vacation was when I went to the Grand Canyon. Like, oh, that's a good one. Okay, describable. Um, How was that? Mm-hmm. It was literally breathtaking. I I screamed. Oh. I, screamed. <laughs> I was hey. talking, and I was like, I turned to my brother, and I was like. This is beautiful. Can I? Can I <laughs> he was like, sure. And I was like, thank you, God. 
like ice cream because I just I needed to let it out. <laughs> hey, hey, that's that's great. That's that's so that's so dope. That's dope as hell. That's what a good time and happiness and nature do to you, though. Like that's that's great. I see no problems with that. Fucking express yourself, God in hell, yeah. Yes, go to the Grand Canyon. Make sure you go like around sunset because seeing that sunset over those rocks, beautiful, all the different colors on the rocks. Oh my mm. gosh! You're like pictures do not do it any justice. Me telling you does not do it any justice. You have to go there to experience it. Mm-mm-mm. I've never been there, so you made me want to go there for real. Like I've been, I've been around, but like I've been internationally for the most part. You know, I've been places too, but like. I haven't been a, that's one thing on my bucket list actually is West Coast, uh, was West Coast life and stuff. Like I've been an East Coast guy for the most part. I'm from Chicago, so Midwest a little bit, but more so East Coast because I, I lived on the East Coast when I was like a teenager and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But West Coast is something I haven't ventured to outside internationally. And, uh, like I said, like I, I love seeing different things and just, you just explain, uh, we don't have video here, but. Y'all get to see how animated she was when she thought about the Grand Canyon, the Grand Canyon, right? Like it does something. Like all my people who don't travel out there, like traveling and thinking about memories of places you went, it does something to your soul that you just yeah. don't even understand. Like it's certain things that nature and beauty in different places do. You ain't gotta stay in them hoods and stay in them houses and stay in them same cities and states all the time. Uh, you can go out, step out, and see something, and it changes your perspective on so much. And it can, you know, it can, it, the memory of it can hold you. You know what I'm saying for for so long. She just lit up like she she's beautiful already. But she, she lit up talking about, talking about the Grand Canyon. I swear, if y'all, if we, when we do get video, y'all see these reactions. But she was just so animated. And I'm like, it's so beautiful because that's what things like that can do to you. And that's my whole thing for trying to promote people to travel and see things is because it could bring a joy to you that you didn't even know it could bring to you. Right? Like she just talked about the sunset and stuff, like that, and it just sounds beautiful. I'm a traveler, so I'm like, oh fuck, that sounds great. You know, yeah. so. And, and you know, I, I travel, like I've been to mm-hmm. the Caribbean. I have not been to Europe and stuff yet. So mm-hmm. I've been to the Caribbean. I've been to Mexico mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. places are beautiful. But I, to me, the Grand Canyon did something different. I was just like, right. oh my God. Right, right, you know, right. right. So like, I would have appreciated the Grand Canyon more than I would appreciate um, the sunset on Cabo in Cabo. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I literally screamed. I was like, ah! <laughs> hey, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with screaming. I, I actually loved it. I think that's so, I think that's so authentic and like just even for you to share it because people be like, oh, you scream? Yeah, fuck yeah, she screamed. She said she loved out that. Her soul loved it. When your soul, when your soul is so like a piece of, or, or, or so happy about something like that, that's great. And that's, I didn't know she was going to say that, like, but that's pointing to my point that look obviously it wasn't abnormal because nobody (laughs) turned to look it was it was people there nobody turned to be like what's wrong with this person (laughs) (laughs) going enjoying the view so they probably wanted to scream too (laughs) yeah nothing wrong with that but y'all just see like she just promotes my point of go somewhere different and see something different and like you never know how you might feel the memory you might have um and this is especially for my younger listeners out there, uh, regardless of your color, gender, or, or race, or anything like that, um, just get out. Get out, see stuff, make it a habit. Um, you don't always have to live in the same bubble you do. And like I said, if you love your city, that's cool, but just always try to go out and visit different things and see different things while you can take advantage of how these memories are. Like, that's the biggest thing I can say. Um, you know, the school trip, anything like that, don't, you know, just don't 
cut things off that, you know, you really think that, that I really think that you can, uh, grow from. So that's all. We ain't trying to be our teachers or we're trying to be our mamas and daddies and like that, but this is real experiences coming from real people. Mm-hmm. And this is what my, this is the whole thing my show was about. You know what I'm saying? This talking to down over real people about real life experiences so you can relate to it. We ain't nobody rich. We got our shit together, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? We ain't on no high horse like that, but we can't talk I about know. the shit. I always use some more money. <laughs> Understand me. Yes, you can. Some more debt paid off. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You ain't lying. But yeah, so that's that's all, man. Um, as always, I feel like every conversation I have is a great conversation. Um uh it's not scripted, so you all know, and that's the natural thing about having these conversations. We hope that somebody out there listens to it, gets something out of it, and if you don't, we still had a fucking good time talking anyway. So, uh, in closing, I'll let my sis shout out her uh, social media handles or anything if you'd like to follow her or be more involved in her life if she's open to doing that. Maybe Instagram or whatever she wants. I think she ain't, she ain't all big on the publicity and stuff. She's like, oh, you know what? She might she might have a private on and she might look at you if you request, but I'll let her shout out, you know, saying herself, well, how she's going to promote herself right now to give her a little bit of understand and your closing remarks about the show, how you feel and that, whatever else you got on your mind just in closing. Okay. Um, you all can follow me on Instagram at Mona Fee, M-O-N-A-H-F-E-E-E, triple E. Um, yeah, other than that, and then I'm on Twitter as well at O underscore Mona, M-O-N-A-H. But, um, like you said, I'm, I'm a little shy. <laughs> 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 like you, but I am. I'm trying to learn to get out of that shell. And no, no wrong with it. No wrong with it. This was a really, really good conversation. I damn near don't want it to end, but we got to do it. Super Bowl Sunday. But hey, oh, 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 before you start, what, yo, who you taking on Super Bowl before? Do you want to bet? I can use oh. <laughs> I don't want to lose no money because I want the Bucks to win too. <laughs> I want them to win too. I, I, I like, I like, we're not going to go too much of this, but I like the fact that Tom Brady is still like so competitive. Like, I think uh, his story is like they didn't draft him high. They, they didn't think he was going to be shit. And look at him now. He's like 43, like balling, like, you know, like still competing. I love the whole story, but I love his competitive nature. Well, I like Patrick Mahomes because he's up and coming, but like I said, I like Tom Brady. So I'm taking the Bucks too. So you ain't win no money off of me. I want, the, <laughs> I want the Bucks to win too. She a Florida girl now, so she got to yeah, take the Bucks. So, and, yeah, and you should see the city. They started last weekend in Tampa. It's like it's packed. No mask. Yeah. Everybody's just out. Corona just yep. spreading. I'm like, yeah, they, yeah, put, I'm they put Corona on hold. They put Corona on hold for the, for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, that's a an hour and a half drive for me. So as bad as I wanted to go up there because Tampa is a lovely city. Um, it's, it's just too congested and it's not worth me risking my health. But I'm pretty sure if they win, which I'm confident that they are, the streets in Tampa are going to be insane. Like insane. Ooh. <laughs> I damn near want to just ride up there and just like drive by and not get out my car. Um, See. <laughs> Just to yeah. see how it's gonna be super lit, like over lit. I already know it. Yeah, so cool. it, it is. So, um, what time does it start? 
I don't know. I'm over I'm like, maybe I should just drive to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? That's that. That's that's like Florida flex. That that Florida level shit. I might just drive to see you know the Super Bowl crowd. See, she bless. You don't even know it though. You know. Genius, <laughs> but I need to sit my ass down. But that that's a good idea because I know that they're gonna win, and like hey. the energy is gonna be crazy in the city. See the confidence, y'all. So if y'all Chiefs fan listening, I, I'm sorry you ain't getting no Chiefs love on this show this time. But hey, she says she think the Bucks gonna win. I think the Bucks gonna win. As well, because I think they got better defense, and I like Tom Brady too. So uh, that's his pick. Uh, she in Florida, uh, as y'all see, she's a delightful guest. We have a very good natural conversation, and I would love for her to come back when we have different topics and stuff like that. Because I, all my guests, I kind of keep in my little circle. If you can have a good conversation, and um, we talk about different things, like maybe with three people, four people, just to get different perspectives on things like that. So I hope you enjoyed your time today on the show. I hope it was a good show for you. It was great. Yeah, I hope you know, I, I really dig the conversation. I love that you're so down to earth um, and you're so humble uh, and honest about yourself. That is that is great. I always support you. Um, I always support anybody. Like I always support people that ain't just fucked up. Just to be honest <laughs> with you, like, like you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be perfect or no super role model, or nothing like that. Just as long as you ain't just being just like out here, just like be, ain't being shit. You know what I'm saying? I always support people, and I I, and I know that sounds like real like kind of like cut and cut and dry, but like. I don't want to like you ain't got anybody telling you to be woman of the year or man of the year, but if as long as you ain't just ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? I always support people. Right. That's just, that's my attitude about stuff. It made me feel better about you know about myself, just knowing like yeah, I, you know I try to just you know even if it's a, 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 just a we we all got lives. Even if it's like a, like a like or something or you know it's a shout out or giving somebody a voice. It's small stuff. We all working got lives, and I know that. It's the Speaking like, of, always, open up your Instagram page because I tried to share the podcast a few times, <laughs> but I can't share it because your page is private. Uh, I, I'll, I'll work. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work. On it. I'm still building. You know, still building. So but we can I'm always get better. Those audiences. This is true. This is true. But hey, sis, much love, respect. It was a great time. Um, thank you for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely much appreciated with your time and everything like that. I hope them Bucks win. Um, just thank you. Just thank you. I'm always just, uh, extremely uh, appreciative for everybody that comes on the show. I'm picking and choosy who I choose. So if you got a shout out from me or, or I actually talk to me, no matter what your color or whatever it is, just know that there's something about you. One thing about you, like, you know what? This is somebody's good for Because I don't like wasting my time. So. <laughs> If I get somebody, you know what I'm saying, like you ain't gotta be perfect like this. Somebody that I that I feel like, yeah, this is worth somebody worth that I got got their shit together that I feel like it's worth it. And you've always been an outstanding outstanding person. Um just you know from the day that I've that I've you know that I've, I've met you and whatnot. You've grown to a great, responsible woman. Um you're doing, you know, like, hey, keep being humble and keep killing it out there. I, I always support you. So that's all I got today. You got any closing words before we get our outro on? No, keep listening, you all. Marquise is killing it. Period. Killing. Uh huh. Understand me. We putting graves out here, so. So. Uh. Huh. Yeah, just invite me again whenever, and I'll make time to have these good conversations. Of course, of course. And we do this always, just so y'all know before we go. I'm in Italy. She's in in, in uh, Orlando, Florida, and we still make shit happen. So don't give me no excuses about the shit can't work because everybody make time for what they want to make time for. So. Period. Hey. Uh huh. So we see y'all next week. Uh, we out of here.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love.